0: This is Dion Grant from the New York Giants, Super Bowl champ, and you're watching Real
1: Fans, Real Talk. Uh-huh. This is Real Fans, Real Talk. Real fans, real talk. We as real as you thought. Real fans.
0: That package got delivered. I see. That, I see that new charges fitted. I see that new charges fitted. Oh, I
1: thought you were talking about the the Commanders jersey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what Hold on, hold on. Let me start it. Let me start it. We gonna start the live off that.
2: What do you say? Hold on. What 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 you
0: say? George? I told. I said. I said. I see the uh the package got delivered because you got the the, the new charges hat on. And he no said, part. "Oh, I thought you met the commander jersey."
2: <laughs> oh nah. no, no, nah, that was that was return to sender. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's good, man?
2: Hey no, what's, what's
1: up with y'all? Can't complain. Living life,
0: baby. You already know. Uh let me share this into the group chat. Uh oh, this should shit. also it should
1: also oh, come up on your my, pages. What happened? I gotta grab my top ten
2: list.
1: Go ahead, do your thing. Oh well, you got the email I sent you, right?
0: Eric? Uh let me bring it up actually. When did you send it?
1: I sent it yesterday. I emailed it to you. All right, let me check it.
0: All right. Let me bring it up right now. I'm just sharing the live to the group chat. So they got it. Everything is set up. I actually like this new format better because I can see the the comments a little better on here than before. She doesn't
1: trust anyone. Hell, I know. Did you tell her about learning? I
0: couldn't decide if I was going to. Yes, it doesn't matter now. I
1: can tell you were hiding something. I can tell you could do it. Got you, got you. Hmm. Right. All right. Turn the show off. All right. Well, I got trip, I got your joint. Well,
2: right here. Will, rotate your phone. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: All right, fellas. So this is this how we're going to do it. Um... I shared it to the group chat. Anybody that chimes in, the comments, as we always do, we welcome all those. We'll respond to them as they come through. Top 10 NFL defensive players over the last 10 years. Uh, last 40 years. Okay, to so you changed it up. <laughs> all right. And no, 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 no. That's I, I got tongue tied there. Pause, my fault. But uh top 10 of the last 40 years. Obviously, we're using 40 as the criteria because that's when Sacks became an official stat. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we know the game has changed a lot since its original inception. So unfortunately certain greats who I think would normally be on the list aren't going to be on the list. The mean Joe greens, the Deacon Jones, they won't make the list. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because their career precedes the 40. Um, if uh trip, I got your list, but uh will if you have Randy white on yours, it's cool. I was kind of conflicted on Randy White, to be honest, because I know half his career was before the, the benchmark we're using, and then the second half of his career actually, you know, runs through 1988. So he would qualify if we want to use him. you about you said Randy White? All right. you say Randy White? Yes. Not Randy Watson. All right. So yes. <laughs> sexual Chocolate. Dallas Cowboy defensive tackle.
1: Oh, okay. I right. about sexual chuck.
0: He's not on the list. He's not on this list. <laughs> All right. So, again, that's the criteria, all right? If anybody chimes in in the comments, again, we're going back 40 years, back to 1982 when Sachs became official. So any player before that, we're not including them on the list. That doesn't mean we don't think they're great. Obviously, they're legendary status, a lot of guys prior to 1982 that are legendary status, but they just don't meet the criteria, all right? The way we're going to do this is because we don't want this to turn into a two-hour live. Will, you could kick it off you could present three people on your list now again personally if you, if this is your rankings you could say that to me i'm not looking at it as number 1 through 10 because as we all know trying to compare a defensive end to a cornerback is tough you know what i'm saying to, to determine who was the better player when they played two completely different positions is tough but if you're if you if you're saying number 1 number 2 number 3 that's fine the way i'm presenting it is who i feel are the top 10 players over the last 40 years and the way we'll start it off is will you'll kick it off you'll give us three names if it's the same three names that we have on our list we'll give a brief reason why and we'll move on if there's a guy on your list that we don't agree with then we'll interject and be like i don't have him on my list but this is who i have at the end of it i'm gonna keep track of it right here i'm gonna write them down that way because when i put them in the the comments when this video is completely done everybody will be able to see who our lists are and we'll open up the debate for everybody else to kind of chime in on who they agree with Whose list is closer to what? Whose list they like more? Okay, you good. Let's do it. Yep. Will, Will, you got the you got the charges gear on? Go ahead. Give me three names that are on your list. Again, this does not mean it's one, two, three. Just three lists that are three names that are on your list.
2: Three names. All right. So I'm gonna come with the three that I think would most like most likely not be on y'all's list because I okay. think a lot of these are gonna be the same. Yeah. Most likely but, so I'm going to say uh, Bruce Smith Got on one, of y'all, one of y'all One of y'all got though No I don't have a Bruce Smith I got Bruce got Bruce Okay I'm going to go uh, J.J. Watt
1: Him I got Okay
2: And then I'm going to go Rob Woodson
1: And him I got
0: Alright, and Trip, you got JJ and Rod Woodson, you said, right? Yes. Alright. I got Bruce Smith. I don't have JJ and Rod, but I'm gonna let Trip go from there. Since two of them are on your list, Trip.
2: Okay.
1: So you you want to
0: Well before we do that, Will, give me your explanation for them three guys. Quick. Yeah, no, no, let, let Will give a a quick explanation on why he got those three guys on his list as three of the most impactful. Uh, guys of the last defensive players of the last forty years.
2: Um, Bruce Smith. I mean, all of these guys really resumes speak for themselves. Facts. Um, Bruce Smith was dominant at his position uh, for multiple years. Now he didn't have like one great season and then a few good ones. He was great for a long time. He was he was the best defensive player on a pretty good team for a very long time. Oh my God, put Bruce in there. Um, Rob Wilson. Uh, played two positions and played both of them at a very high level. Um, he probably he 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 probably would have gotten in the Hall of Fame just playing either one of those positions. Um, and then J.J. Uh, Watt, um, athletic freak. He kind of he kind of changed the game a little bit as far as the um, lineman went. When you think about this this more recent era of defensive lineman and, and with uh, athleticism and um, the things. The way he can he could change games by himself, um, win healthy, and then the prime of his career was it wasn't really anybody better than him at his position, and and he could give it to you on offense a little bit too. Um, so yeah, I'm, that's why I got them three in there.
1: Facts. I mean,
0: Prip, I'm gonna let you go off that because you do have J.J. Watt and Rod Woodson.
1: Yes, and any for the most part, um, you know, I'm sure everybody that we have on these lists. You know, like you said, well, their resume speaks for themselves, anyway. Um, obviously, I'm sure there's probably gonna be one or two that we might not have on our list that the others might have, but even still, with those guys, like I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody got somebody that that's not in the top 20 on their list. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not gonna be no outlandish, crazy. Well, no. I mean, I would hope not. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, well, so I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, just because that's home team, I gotta give you the goat first. Uh, Mister, you know I, I sent him to the hotel room before the game, Lawrence Taylor. I got I gotta say that man. Um, and I mean, it obviously self explanatory with Lawrence Taylor, but I'm just gonna say just one, you know, tidbit. Lawrence Taylor has an MVP as a as a defensive player. Um, so I mean, just that alone, like. You know, and I know we were talking about the whole Aaron Donald thing. But if you don't have an MVP as a defensive player, then I can't even I can't even talk to you as being the greatest defensive player of all time. You got because that's something that's unheard of. Um, outside of um, Allen Page, I think he's the only other defensive player who has an MVP award in the NFL. But that's you know that's way before the years we're talking about. But you know, still there's only two play two defensive players that have an MVP award. One of them is named Lawrence Taylor, obviously. So, you know, he, for me, he's gonna be up there. Um, then I got I got to go with the home team again. Ray Lewis, a guy that I feel like is the is the best linebacker of all time. Uh, I mean, what what could you not say about this guy? You know, uh, two time Defensive Player of the Year, two time Super Bowl champion, uh, All Pros. He's the all time uh, tackles leader, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you, you, you know, you really can't go wrong with Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis and he's one of those guys that kind of changed, you know, when they were bringing in a change in the guard with the linebacker position as far as speedy guys at linebacker. When we started, you know, them, them guys in Madden that you always wanted to have on your, on your team, you wanted that that fast linebacker. He was one of those guys that started, you know, transferring, uh, you know, changing the guard as far as the the quick athletic but still Strong enough to put you on your back and make you not want to run up the middle anymore. He's one of those guys. Um, and my third guy, I'm going, I'm, I'm gonna go to the secondary on y'all, uh, because this is somebody that that me and Eric talk about a lot on the show, Prime Time, Neon Dion Sanders. Uh, I mean, he kind of set the set the bar. He he was he was he was all pro at, 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 at you know in the secondary and on special teams. You know what I mean? Um, hes I mean, you, you don't even want to throw the ball on Deion Sander's side of the field. And even right now, if you catch Deion right now, you still don't want to throw the ball on his side of the field at his age right now. You know what I'm saying? So those those going to be my, my, my three I'm throwing up in there.
0: All great names, man. Um, I'll start because so far, but just between you two guys, that's four of the names that's on my list. I got Bruce Smith. I got LT, I got Dion, I got Ray Lewis. LT obviously revolutionized uh, the way defensive uh, schemes are put together from the outside linebacker position, being able to get to a quarterback, athletic enough to cover running backs coming out the backfield. Um, As you mentioned, the MVP, three-time defensive player of the year, two Super Bowls, 10 Pro Bowls, eight All-Pros, 130-plus sacks over his career. He did all that while uh, on that Booger Sugar which is phenomenal in itself because, you know, LT was out there. He admitted himself. He was high as a kite sometimes, and he was still performing <laughs> at an elite level. We got to call it what it is, bro. Like, it, 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 it's phenomenal that he did it on that level. Every game. Yeah.
2: Don't let you him, know him say, what I'm saying? So, say sometimes I believe every game. It <laughs> probably
1: was.
0: Right, right. Like, we can't – like, the, <laughs> the level of focus that this guy must have had to be able to out there, like, it's crazy. So, that's that's how I feel about LT. Uh Dion changed the position. After Deion Sanders, all we kept hearing is the same phrase over and over. We're looking for a shutdown corner. Uh, he did it night in, night out against the best receivers. And the, I think he also shifted the power in the NFC for a little bit because we can't forget he was the best player on the Atlanta team when Atlanta was trash for years and helped them get to a playoff. He went to the 49ers and immediately shifted power in the NFC where they were able to finally beat the Cowboys. The very next year he goes to the Cowboys, they go back to the Super Bowl when they're third in four years. So Deion definitely had an impact on the game. And the reason I mention that is because my list – um, one of the things we talked about in the group chat again shout out to the group chat is when Will and I were having a debate back and forth was is it resume or is it impact and to me I try to combine both yeah. I think Dion meets the criteria for both the resume is great and the impact on the game is phenomenal and same thing with Ray Lewis Ray Lewis gave the Ravens an identity as you mentioned Tripp one of the first linebackers of his type fast enough to cover in the past game physical enough to, to affect the run game could do it all. Obviously winning two Super Bowls. He was an MVP of one of those Super Bowls. But the Ravens' identity to this day is based off of what Ray Lewis brought there yeah. as a defensive mind and middle linebacker who can affect the game on all three downs. So I agree with that. I'm going to throw a different one different name in there because uh you guys both have JJ Watt and Rod Woodson. I don't have them on my list. I have them as honorable mentions because I do think they're great players, but they they came up just short on my list. Mm-hmm. The one guy I haven't heard y'all mention yet who's high on my list. Is Reggie White. Two-time defensive player of the year. I got obviously Reggie. has a Super Bowl, 13 Pro Bowls, eight-time all-pro, second on this on the sacks list, uh, right behind Bruce Smith. So that's the one name I am going to mention. Will, you said you got him on your list too?
2: Yeah, I got Reggie, and I got all three that trip down. Yeah,
0: I got Reggie on my All right. So let's let's go from there, right? Because I, I just gave y'all Reggie. You say you have Reggie. At this point, you got four names on your list. Give me give me two more names.
2: You want me, me or Will Who You want to start with Yeah
1: Will It's on you okay. i to with Ed Reed you, you, mm-hmm. know he, you, know,
0: you know he on my list That's a Raven <laughs> You know he on my list <laughs> Yeah he on my, he on my list too So We, we unanimous on <laughs> Ed Reed But go ahead Will Let me know why why he made your list
2: Um, He's probably the best safety ever in my opinion I like when,
1: I like when other people say it So I don't have to <laughs> I mean, You
2: know what I'm saying Just he, I just gotta put it like that. Since since Sean passed, he he you know he didn't have the longevity at all. I think he was on his way, but but Ed, I mean, it was nothing he couldn't do. He was he was such a ball hog. It seemed like it seemed like every single game he had an interception. I and I know it wasn't, but it seemed like every every big moment. Yeah. Every, every time the Ravens was on national TV. He was taking something the other way, for sure. He led the league three times in interceptions. Oh, did he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go.
1: And he's twelve. And, and
0: let's not forget, if it wasn't interceptions, he was taking back. It, sometimes it would be uh, punt returns or missed field goals. Yeah. Super athletic at the safety position. He could
2: cover, could cover like crazy and could hit two, could, could, uh, could play the run. I mean, he was just – he was – that's the way – like, he's the way you build a safety. You know what I mean? Yeah facts
0: give me one more name will and then we're gonna get over the trip
2: um let me see one two three four five six so i'm giving you nine all together there so far that's where it gets rough for me like 10 through like you said hold on hold on hold
0: on you gave me you gave me bruce jj Rod Woodson. you said you have reggie you had lt on your list right
2: yeah i had i had all three trip. i'm
0: assuming all right, so LT, Ray, and Dion. Yep. J.J. Watt. I gave you that. And I gave you Bruce
2: Smith. So I gave you Rob. You Woodson. gave me
0: Bruce, Reggie, J.J., Rod Woodson, Ed Reed, LT, Ray, Lewis, Dion. So you had eight right now. Oh,
2: and I had Reggie White, too.
0: Yeah, i put him and in you there. You
2: had him in there, too? All right. Um, Ronnie Lott. Okay. I think Ronnie Lott was... Okay. When you talk about a player that would put fear in receivers and tight ends' uh, heart is it was it was Ronnie Lott. He was like that. He he played right in that sweet spot where he had that old school mentality and that old school way about his game where he, the the object of the game was to knock every tooth
1: in your <laughs> mouth
2: out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He, I think he, I think Ronnie Lott probably would have played without a face mask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, if he had the option, he that's that's the way he that's the way he went about his game. But at the same time, he had that that kind of new generation athleticism where he had crazy speed. That, that he was he was bringing he, when he was coming at you, like your life would flash before you. You know what I'm saying? You you really you really uh before you play the 49ers you had to kiss your kids um a couple times before before the game because that might be the last time you see him you know what I'm saying this dude this dude cut off the tip of his finger to, to stay in the ball game you know what I'm saying this who who doing that today who doing that today nobody <laughs> you know what I'm saying nobody and, and 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 the way they tell the story is it wasn't even a question you know what i'm saying it wasn't even like oh should i do yeah. this it was like man, get this thing off of here you know what I'm saying Oh, just a just a <clears throat> definition of a football player. You know what I'm saying, Ronnie Lott. Oh, yeah, fans. Ronnie
0: Ronnie Lott doesn't get enough credit, man. I think he gets overlooked because those nine teams, obviously highlighted by Montana, then Rice and Craig and Taylor, but Ronnie Lott. I mean, ten time Pro Bowler, six All Pros, obviously the four Super Bowls. He has 63 interceptions. Like he was a ball hawk too. He he could do it all on the field, like you said. He, he put the fair God and guys coming across the middle, mm-hmm. but he could also make plays on the ball in the air as well. So a uh, uh, ultimate safety, he might have been the best safety ever before Ed Reed. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think that's who he took the. I think that's who Ed Reed took the title from. Yeah,
0: was was Roddy Yeah, Trip. Let me uh, just to recap. Trip, you got J.J. White, you got Rod Woodson, you got LT, Ray Lewis, Dion Ed Reed, mm-hmm. right?
1: Reggie White. You say Reggie White. You say Reggie White already.
0: You got Reggie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Reggie White. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm giving you two more right now. So you
0: have seven right now.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna give you. You
0: can give me your last three because you have seven right now.
1: Okay. All right. So, Aaron Donald. Um. I mean, you know, his his resume right now. He he's he's that guy, right now. And when people talking about you. As possibly being the best player in the league on defense We don't see that too often um, You know, obviously he just came off of winning the Super Bowl So we know about that But, you know, three-time Defensive Player of the Year Defensive Rookie of the Year, seven-time All-Pro And he's really just in his prime right now So he got a lot more years to add on to that resume So even on my list, he's he's probably, you know he, He's probably going to move up on my list uh, Two, even, even though I have him, you know in the middle of the pack, but he's probably going to move up on my list by the end of his career because he's definitely going to get get more all-pro, a couple more all-pros. He may even get more defensive player of the years. Um and it, he kind of actually took over the reins from JJ Watt cuz JJ Watt was on that kind of a track, you know, outside of the Super Bowl because we know how horrible the Texans was, but JJ Watt was on that, you know, as far as if you're talking about resume and what he was accomplishing on the field and dominance on the field he kind of took over the reins from JJ Watt cuz of all the injuries so as long as Aaron Donald stays healthy he should be able to add to that resume um and they got a good enough team where they could possibly he could possibly get another ring um you know if if the if the rams can 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 get back with you know within like the next year or two he could still get another one um and then I'm going to go with um I got to go back to New York um, my guy on the defensive line, Michael Strahan. I got to put him up there. Um, six-time All-Pro, defensive player of the year, uh, two-time sacks leader, had the record for sacks in the season. Um, but you know, but even with that, the reason I really kind of pushed him up there is because, you know, as much as I like to, you know, talk about how Eli was breaking tackles and all that, and getting the ball down the field to you know to 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 those guys, you know. On some of the biggest plays in the history of the Super Bowl, um, you know, people forget coming into that Super Bowl, uh, Tom Brady and, and Randy Moss broke damn every record you could think about for passing, and you know that that Giants defensive line, you know, they 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 they, they stopped Tom Brady from doing what he normally does, um, you know, and so you got you got to you got to you got to love that from Michael Strahan. And he's a he's a class act, you know what I'm saying too. So I got I got Michael Strahan up there, um, and last I know this one this might be this one is a little this is my this is my, my my Ravens bias a little bit, but I got my man T. Sizzle, Ball so hard University uh, up there, you know Defensive Player of the Year, you know he uh he, he's, he's he's the he's led the league. Yo man, he, listen he he he's eleven for all time in forced just, fumbles. Just just to be clear. I'll put him up there. I said I said this I said it's my my, my bias just to be bit. clear because yeah. I, I I see a
0: trend. Oh, I see a, a, a massive trend here, Trip. What's my personal uh, picks though? Rob Woodson played for the Ravens, LT play for the Giants. <laughs> no, no, no. Rod Woodson played for the Ravens, LT play for the Giants, Ray Lewis played for the Ravens, Ed Reed played for the Ravens, uh-huh. Strahan played for the Giants. Terrell Suggs played for the Ravens. Dion played for the Ravens.
2: More than
1: half your list. So Dion played for the Ravens too. So add Dion.
2: I it's said it. Dion. That's okay. what I said.
1: <laughs> but all oh, right, hold on. But so, for Winston, the most part, y'all agree with my picks, though. Ray, Dion, Ed, straight is. Huh. For the most part, <laughs> y'all ag- I said for the most part, y'all agree with my with my picks, though. Because you, because you, because y'all all well, had. I, I didn't
0: have I, Strahan. I, I kind of not. Nah, I don't agree with uh. I didn't have Rod Woodson on my list though. I like Rod Woodson a lot though. Okay, but but you had LT Ray had Lewis Strahan, Ed Reed. I took a long look at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead, go ahead, Eric. LT Ray Lewis Ed Reed and Dion. Yeah. Yeah. LT Ray Lewis Dion and Ed Reed. I agree with. Uh, I didn't have Rod on mine. Straighthand, I I was kind of conflicted on Straighthand because, he had a solid career. I just don't think he was a top 10 guy
2: mm-hmm.
0: over the last 40 years. Um, same thing with Terrell Suggs. I like Terrell Suggs, but I, I didn't think he was a top 10 guy. I, I obviously agree with Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron Donald doesn't get enough credit. And I think a lot of people obviously are talking about it now because they won a the Super Bowl. But, I mean, the things that Aaron Donald has already done at 30 years old put him up there with the greats. And yeah. we talk about J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt has been phenomenal. J.J. Watt is a three-time defense player of the year. J.J. Watt has played three more seasons than Aaron Donald. You know how many more sacks that he, does, does he have? Three. So yeah. for a guy who primarily plays defensive end compared to a guy who plays D-tackle, Aaron Donald has given you the same production as far as sacks as J.J. Watt.
1: Yeah.
0: He's also won three defensive player of the years. He's an eight-time uh, pro bowler, seven-time all-pro. Well,
1: Again, I have Aaron Donald as, years, as, got as five. sacks? When you put that in perspective. I have Aaron Donald as five on my list. No,
0: I'm, wherever you put him, I'm just saying, I think I think that because they won the Super Bowl, people are talking about him more. Yeah. But the numbers were already there. Like, coming into the season, he had won three of the previous four defensive player of the years.
1: Yeah. You I would have like, still had him
0: in my top for, five if they didn't the win the The numbers Super alone. Bowl. Right. I think I think he would have been on my list even whether they had one or not. That's That made it easy for him to be in the list. Yeah. But I think he would have been there no matter what. Again, the all-time sacks leader is Bruce Smith with 200 sacks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Bruce Smith played 19 years. Yeah. In eight years, Aaron Donald is already halfway to that number. I'm not saying Aaron Donald's going to get to 200 sacks because that's a lot of sacks. Yeah. But it took Bruce Smith 19 years. And in half the time, at uh, less than half the time, we already got Aaron Donald at 98 sacks. So yeah. I think he gets overlooked a lot. And as I said in the group chat, man, he's a new guy. I'm not saying he's number one. I would still put LT number
1: one. But he's in the conversation Will. he, But he's you know, he's new, though. That's the problem. People, it's, it's hard for for people that have been watching the sport for a long time and have guys already in place to 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 let the new guy to come in and say, "All right, this young cat, he kind of got it right now." And sometimes, you know, people can't accept that.
2: That's a great point because that's that's part of the thing for, with me with Aaron Donald is because I guess I don't really appreciate what he's done because it's because it's it's current it. Number one because it's current and it's not flashy at all. It just you know what I mean, mm. like that sack number is crazy. <laughs> that is when you when you compare it to you know when you compare that to Bruce Smith you know compare that to Bruce Smith. But like this whole when I went through and made my list, I did the one thing I didn't do at all was all I oh well the only thing I looked at was names. I didn't look at I didn't look at not a single stat when I was I was just trying to go off of. You know what I what I remember what I when I remember seeing, it. but that's crazy. He's halfway to Bruce Smith's number, but then but then you can look at it like, well, how many uh, dropbacks did Bruce Smith face to compared to as much as as much as many dropbacks as Aaron Donald faces now? The guys back then was you know when they were slinging the belt. The rock around, that was 27 attempts. Yeah. And now you got guys slinging it 54 times in a game. You know what I mean? That's, that might have a little effect on them numbers too. That's, But that's why I kind of really didn't even want to look at stats at all. And, like, as we can sitting here having this conversation, I'm looking at the people on my list. Like, I looked at uh, Ronnie Lott. It's like, damn, he did that. He did that. Oh, I just I just knew he was a beast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gonna look, you know, that was my criteria, beast. You know what I mean? It wasn't interceptions. It wasn't. But this dude was all pro as a rookie and yeah. uh, made the pro of his first four years playing corner and then switched to safety and made it six straight more years. <laughs> you are know, like, God, damn. And like you said, with the interceptions and all that he had. But, but yeah, that's why I really don't want to look at, well, this guy had this many sacks compared to this guy's or anything, like, it's just, to me, that's why it was, it was hard for me to, like, I made a top nine list, because 10 through probably 18, I could make an argument for all of them being number 10. Yeah. That's what's, you know what I mean? It's, because with the different positions, and the different times that they played, it's just real, it's real hard for me to differentiate, like, between 10 and, 10 and 13 could all be, could really be the same guy, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, and Aaron Donald, I slide him in probably around. You know, I probably gonna think it's blasphemous, but when I when I really break it down, I would slide him in around sixteen through
1: eighteen. Mm. I mean, listen again. This is this is listen our opinions. I, ain't you know what I mean. So right, there's no wrong answer. Well, that, there's some wrong answers, but yeah. but that's why you know what I mean. Like to me, <laughs> no, right. I mean, I don't I don't think I don't think anyone that we've mentioned so
0: far. Is like so far fetched. it's like, why would they even be in that conversation? Like, all these guys have a good enough resume that they can be discussed in this space.
2: Yeah. Me and personally, thing, most of these guys, most of these guys, have the benefit of their career being complete. You know, so we can we can look at it as a as a complete right. picture. Now, you know, that's because to me, a, the reason there's a lot of recent names on this list. You know, I mean, or current right. names. Right. J- Jj.
0: Really, the, the only recent names we brought up and, and I mean, the only guys that are still playing is, is J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: The rest of these guys are already in Canton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're comparing two current, you know, phenomenal players to guys in Canton. The reason the reason I, I started bringing numbers into it, because I did the same thing. I was starting to do my list and like, all right, you know, who was dominant during that era, this and the third. As I started to look at some of these guys, it became very tough to differentiate who was the better player just purely off how you felt at the time. Because I think personally, I was more of a Warren Sapp fan than Michael Strahan.
1: Okay.
0: But when you look at the numbers, I think Strahan had a better career.
1: Yeah. And I sent I sent
0: you. you know what I'm saying on my list. That's knock on Warren Sapp, but did I, I sent you to my honorable mention list too? Right. Yeah, you put him on there as an honor. Yeah, as an honorable.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. yep. Like, so, and I'm going to use use Trips as an example, right? On his honorable mention, all three of these guys, I took a long look at putting them in the top 10. He had Warren Sapp as an honorable mention. He had Brian Erlacher and Derek Brooks. Brooks, Right? All those guys deserve to be, right? I I love Derek Brooks. All those guys deserve to be in a conversation. Will, you got one more name to give me before you do. I'm going to give you the two names that I had at the end. Because since we're talking about honorable mentions, this is how tough it was. I have Warren Sapp as an honorable mention. I have Strahan as an honorable mention, and I have Erlach as an honorable mention. My last two names on the list. Okay. One man. guy, his career got cut short because because of an unfortunate accident. I think Derrick Thomas was an absolute beast before oh, he man, passed that's away.
2: All about Derrick Thomas.
0: Yeah. Right. So again, this is why I had to bring the numbers that's into right, it. Derrick Thomas, Thomas only got to play eleven years because he he passed away in a car accident. Eleven years in the league, he was a nine time Pro Bowler two-time All-Pro, defensive player of the year. He had 126 sacks in 11 years. He was a guy that was on pace to be a top five all-time sack guy, and unfortunately, he passes away at the age of like 31, you know what I'm saying, when he's supposed to be taking off. The last guy on my list, really longevity played a factor in it, but we can't ignore how dominant he was. We talk about Ray Lewis as a great middle linebacker. Junior I was a great middle linebacker.
2: Okay, you know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Junior didn't have the ring. He wasn't a <laughs> flashier's Ray, but Junior yes. Seau, twelve-time Pro Bowler, Defensive Player of the Year, six-time All-Pro. He's a guy to me. I think deserves to be on the list.
1: Yeah.
2: No, he, he was he was one of the three I was going through. He was one of the three I was trying to rotate to see who was going to be number ten. Uh, junior, but yeah. I forgot all about uh, Thomas. So that's my that completes my top ten right there. Because I, because for real, he's probably in the top six even though i didn't give you an order but
0: yeah derrick thomas was a monster yeah
2: yeah that's so that completes i I can't believe i forgot about him but yeah he's he's definitely that complete he completes my time so
0: so just just for the recap because we said we're gonna put it in the comment section that way everybody who didn't get to see the live right now they'll be able to go back and check out who we picked no particular order will you have bruce smith jj watt rod woodson Reggie White, Ed Reed, LT, Ray Lewis, Dion Sanders, Ronnie Lott, Derek Thomas, Trip. Trip, you had the Giants and Ravens. Yeah, and you're pretty, just gonna leave it at much. that, right? Yeah, you had I, Giants yeah. and Ravens.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> the best. The best players for the Ravens defense and the best. JJ but I sprinkle Reggie White and JJ Watt yeah, up in
1: there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <had> JJ Watt. <laughs> Yeah, J.J. Watt, Rod Woodson, Lt, Ray Lewis, Tom, Deion Sanders, JJC Ed Reed, Horn. Reggie White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Felipe Sparks. You had them dudes in there. <laughs> Trip, Trip said, give me that 2000 Super Bowl. That, that plays sure. Ravens, give me them dudes with, with the Ravens, and then you're going to put it together. And we got it. Uh, <laughs> on, my list, on my list, I had Lt, Reggie White, Deion Sanders, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Aaron Donald, Bruce Smith. Ronnie Lott, Derek Thomas, Jr. say uh, it's a great list fellas. I think I think everyone that we mentioned deserved to be on the list and
1: in in the conversation. Question. Do you and I guess this is probably more so for for Will. Do you feel like it's easier for you to say a current NBA player is a top 10 player than it is for you to say a current NFL player?
2: Yeah because um i say more so because of well that's, it's kind of hard to compare it with me mere two different sports for me with basketball i guess it's more so it's so it's so much more vi- more visual you know what i mean and it's it's so much more the spotlights on you yeah. you it, you don't really need your teammates to succeed you know what I mean to to, to show what you got. Whereas in football, a lot of it has has to do with other people around you doing their job too. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's just kind of hard to, like in basketball, it's it's, it's more it's, it's so much one on one, to where a guy's skill set, everything he can do is just on display. When yeah. in football, you only get that kind of attention in drills. You know what I'm saying
1: cuz you cuz you know cuz I, I you know i actually cuz you'll see like you know people have been referring to lebron as a top 10 player all the time for like the past 10 years guys like kevin durant who you know what i'm saying like people have or Steph curry have these guys ranked ahead of a lot of guys and it's like it's you know it's no problem but with the nfl i do see it, like a lot of like a lot of people it's harder for them to accept the a, a current player right now as an all time great if you're talking about that high up on the list, like in the and that type of of realm.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with
0: that. Well, I think to Will's point, to Will's point, and, and you mentioned it earlier, Trip is like a guy like JJ Watt. Like we know how good JJ Watt is, but he played on so many bad teams. Yeah, he doesn't get the opportunity to really be on that platform. He doesn't get that stage. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't get to see JJ Watt going for three sacks in a conference championship game because he ain't been on the team good enough to get there. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that changes that. But that that's a good segue though, man. Um, because I wanted to ask you guys another story that's a lot of conversation this week. And Will, I gotta get your opinion on this. We're gonna start with you on this. Matthew Stafford. He finally got over the hump, got a playoff win, got a couple playoff wins, got a super bowl. Now there's talk. Is he a Hall of Famer? Will, I'm going to let you kick this conversation off, man. Is he a Hall of Famer?
2: In the words of the late, great Ronaldo Ray <laughs> Friday, no. Simple as that. Hell no, man. Just All right, let's look at Matthew Stafford. Um, has he ever led the league in uh completion percentage? No. I'm going
0: to take a guess and say no. I, I don't
2: think so. He um passer rating? No. No. QBR? No. Touchdowns? No. Interceptions? No. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: you thought that was a trick question for a second. Hold on.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> any all any all pros under his belt? No, no, no. Was he ever top three in the league in, in any year in his career? No, no. Was he even top? You might be able to make an argument for him to be maybe top five a year or two. But
1: I will say
0: this: probably not.
1: He he'll probably get in, maybe not as a first ballot Hall of Famer just because of the longevity of his uh, career and the numbers that he'll have accumulated by the time he retires in uh, addition to the Super Bowl ring. They'll probably put him in in the the Hall of Fame.
2: If Kirk Cousins won a Super Bowl next year, would he be a Hall of Famer?
1: No, because he doesn't have the amount of time in the league that Matthew Stafford has. So he would have to continue. um, Stafford
2: got like three more years?
1: Maybe, but but you gotta think. Like he's like, so, what was it like so, 12 all time in in like, uh yards, or something like that. Like he, like so he. Currently, he's 12 all time in passing yards. Yeah, so he has the 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 tabs on the resume that if you combine that with a Super Bowl ring, it'll push him over the top for the voters. From what I've seen from voters and and who they put into the Hall of Fame. So
2: so with the scale, how do I weigh the 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 Super Bowl ring with the winless season? Like what do I do with what do I
1: do with that part? See, it's tough because so,
2: this way it gets tricky.
0: No, this way it gets tricky, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this because I don't think he's a Hall of Famer right now. But to Tripp's point, he's thirty-three years old. If he just has four good seasons, not even great seasons, let's say he has four good seasons where he throws for thirty five hundred plus yards, thirty touchdowns and the Rams are winning 10, 11 games every year, even if they don't get back to the Super Bowl, but they're winning about 10, to 11 games, they're making the playoffs, and they're just not a Super Bowl team, but they're a playoff team. The conversation is going to completely shift because in four years, he's going to be probably top eight in passing all time. Mm-hmm. He'll have that five-year window where we'll say when he played with good talent, he was a, good, he, he was a, a leader of a good team and got a Super Bowl win, and we're going to overlook some of those years in Detroit where he was losing. We're gonna remember the numbers, but we're gonna overlook the fact that they were losing so much. But the way that the way he the way he's positioned right now, like I said, where he's at with passing yards and with that Super Bowl ring, he has an opportunity now to kind of pad his stats and pad his resume to get in. And to your point, Will, I agree. He was never a top three quarterback in the league. I think maybe. Maybe I I would have to look back. He may have made one Pro Bowl as an alternate. But I don't think those things should be used against him because for the totality of his career, who were the best quarterbacks? Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. So at best, even in his best season, he would have been fifth amongst all those guys anyway. So he wouldn't have made any all pros anyway. For him, for him, for him moving forward now, it's really about can I just get this resume strong enough to get in. I
2: thought we was talking about right now damn, today as we Super Bowl's here Hall of Fame. Right now? No. That's what I thought the like is that the question? Yeah, no, no.
0: Yeah, the, the question is where we stand right now, but we got to remember he's not retiring right now. So we also got to take that into account because like me personally, trip is probably going to feel different. Me personally, Eli Manning is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Hmm. But Eli's probably gonna get in on the second try. Was was Eli ever a top five quarterback during his era? I don't think he was ever a top five guy.
1: Can I True. can I can I can I throw these these uh tidbits you know, of information at y'all real quick? Um fastest player I put, I put and I got a comparison I, I want, 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 want to give Will as well, but go ahead. Fastest player to reach Eli uh 20, 000 yards uh, career passing fastest player to reach 30,000 yards, fastest player to reach 40,000, 45,000 yards. He was fastest player to do that. Does that does that add anything for you? It took him 71 games to get 20,000, 109 to get 30, uh 147 to get 40, and 165 to get 45,000 passing yards. So I think he he's got some things that we don't necessarily look at on his resume um that would probably push him over the top. Uh, just because, again, if you're looking at totality of his numbers and how much stats he's already accumulated, honestly, is because I'm st- I'm still on the fence, of, uh, you know, about it. But I I think I think he does get in. Even even if you if if he retired right now, I think the voters would push him in. Maybe maybe he wouldn't be first ballot, but I think he gets in. Just based off of the fact that he he got the Super Bowl ring and then all the other accolades that he has on his resume, I think they would vote him in. I,
0: I think what hurts him the most if he retired today, and this is why I started my argument by stating what he does over the next three, four years. If he were to retire today, he has a career losing record. And I think that would hurt in terms of the voters wanting to bring him in because they would look at all the stats and they would say that that's phenomenal. Yeah, But for years, like Will mentioned, you were part of a team that didn't win any game. For years, you were part of a team that was consistently winning three, four, five games. He only went to the playoffs two times in Detroit. So there was a lot of losing in Detroit before he obviously got to L.A. and won a Super Bowl. I think that will hurt him. The comparison I want to give you, though, Will, right? I I mentioned Eli Manning. And Eli's going to get in. I don't think he's a first ballot, but I think he's going to get in. The two Super Bowls and win, obviously, over the undefeated Patriots, is going to be enough to push him over the top along with his stats. Because I think right now Eli is top 10 in passing yards. I'm not sure where he's at on the list, but I think he is top 10. Um, I think Matthew Stafford right now with the Super Bowl and the stats has a stronger resume than Warren Moon. And I think he has a resume that's comparable to Kurt Warner. And both of those guys are in the Hall of Fame.
1: That's why I say I think the voters would, would, would put him in there. I think the Super Bowl ring is going to push him over the top. He's... He's five yards from fifty thousand passing yards. I like his resume
0: stronger right now. I think he. I think just this one playoff run alone gave him more playoff wins than Warren Moon.
1: Yeah, you got to think he wasn't going to the playoffs before, so he wasn't. He wasn't losing, so he don't got a whole bunch of playoff losses on his. Right. Playoffs,
2: so. see, <laughs> see, I can't. See, this is again where I, where his stats don't matter. Because especially Warren well, Moon had to play in Canada for all them years. Yeah, but that's so he, you know what I'm saying we we don't count those stats.
1: But that's why you gotta you gotta you gotta you know I I base it off of can. everything. You gotta add you gotta add all the but, factors in.
2: I just don't think man's didn't awesome. Reggie White
1: play in Canada? Um,
2: he may have. I don't know.
0: I think Reggie played. So Did he? that's not to not. I agree with you because I like Warren Moon. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to knock him down by lifting up Matthew Stafford. I'm just saying that when you look at because there are going to be people, and this is going to be the other argument. Yeah, he played on so the let's Memphis. let's get ahead of this argument uh, the Memphis, right now. The Memf- right.
1: He, he he played on a. What oh, he that? played in
0: the AFL, fault, yeah. not in Canada. He played in the AFL, I believe the Memphis Showboats.
1: <laughs> he played right there. like the
0: Memphis <laughs> Wranglers or something like that.
1: Yeah, for for yeah. <laughs> Before he went to Philly. We got to
0: find that Reggie White jersey. Mitchell and Ness might have it. <laughs> right. But I'm going to get ahead of this argument before people try to even present it. People going to try to say, well, Matthew Stafford benefited from a wide open game, spread offense, right? And there is some truth to that. The The way football is played right now is different than the way it was played in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The offense that Warren Moon ran in Houston, what was that called, Will?
2: to run and shoot.
0: The run and shoot, four wide receivers, one running back, we're going to spread you out and throw the ball, right? The same offense that the Buffalo Bills went the four Super Bowls with. So for everybody who's going to try to say Matthew Stafford benefited from an NFL that was wide open and throwing the ball down the field, there were other quarterbacks doing it too. Marino with, with Duper and Clayton was doing the same thing, throwing the ball down the field. They were setting all types of records when they were the first to ever do it. So what Matthew Stafford benefited from, yeah, were changes in the rules, but it wasn't something new to the game that no one had ever seen. There were a lot of quarterbacks in the 90s and and 80s that were doing some of the same things that Matthew Stafford is doing right now. So that's why I think when you compare his resume, I think Warren Moon is a great example because Warren Moon has great passing stats, but he didn't have a Super Bowl. He never made it to a Super Bowl. So to Tripp's point, now that Stafford has that, that becomes that that extra nugget that is like, all right, but I have this along with more playoff wins than Warren Moon. And if I can just get a better winning percentage in a regular season, if, if the dude gets to... He's at like forty nine thousand yards right now, like Trip said. If the dude gets to fifty eight thousand passing yards, yeah, that's, how does he not make
1: it? Yeah. Not question. Well, if if Matthew Stafford was the Super Bowl MVP, do you change your 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 opinion?
2: That would help. Okay. It would definitely help, but he, he wasn't, and I don't think he should have been
1: either. No, he shouldn't have been. I I, I will tell uh, you this though. So, I'm sorry. Say that again.
2: Will. Oh what? You said what oh, you said. I thought said. you were
1: saying so. Go ahead. No, say what you said again, and then, I, and then I'm gonna say it. Then I'm gonna say what I was gonna say. You say he shouldn't have been the Super Bowl MVP. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. He shouldn't have
1: been. yeah. I don't. I don't think he should have been either. But I was gonna say this. What, Cooper Cup? No, no, no. Uh, Stafford. Um. But I will say this before. Stafford we... wasn't Super Bowl MVP. No, so we, I was saying he, he wasn't, and he shouldn't
2: have. He he wasn't. Oh, my fault. I'm yeah. sorry. I
0: misinterpreted. My fault. Oh, my oh, fault. Yeah.
1: And I was saying before when we had the live the week before, I and mean, we was picking the random guys that could possibly be that impact player. And I was saying, um, Odell. If Odell don't get hurt, we might be talking about Odell as a oh, Super Bowl yeah, MVP. He
2: probably, he been. Because yeah, he you know, been Cup,
1: Cup wasn't Cup wasn't doing much of anything in that in that first half. Was, Odell set the tone early, but then he when he got hurt, because and then even when he got hurt, it took a while before Stafford was really starting to get to Cooper Cup. Remember he it was a cut. He had the two interceptions. He was throwing everybody else, and then finally, I guess you know, he remembered he got arguably the best wide receiver in football on his team, and said, "Let me start throwing the Cooper Cup again." But you know, if Odell doesn't 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 get hurt, we might be talking about Odell as the as Super Bowl MVP. I
2: agree with that. 100. He was well on his way to get it.
1: I felt yeah. Bad
0: Odell too. was going for about 20 in that game. Even McVay said after the game that was. McVay said after the game that was their game plan. They they were going to get him in one on one situations and they were going to force the Bengals to adjust because the Bengals were double and triple teaming Cooper Cup the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we got questions. We got questions, fellas. Let's do it. Uh, shout out to Troy Perry on the check in, man. Uh, he sent in two questions. Oh, one one question and the other one's a statement. He said, uh, does Eli Manning's one extra Super Bowl and subpar stats make him a better career, make make him have a better career than Matthew Stafford?
1: Yes. Yes. You got two Super Bowl rings and two, <laughs> two MVPs. Right, listen, then, listen. Uh, the next one,
2: Eli is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, like come on, you like we, we like. And I don't care. That's why I don't care about the stats. What did he do in
0: the? I'm, in a, the I'm gonna team? say I, I'm a. I want to make the statement that Troy also wrote in here, okay. and then uh, I'm going I'm a respond to that. Uh, the second part he said is Stafford also has stronger resume than Phillip Rivers, a likely future Hall of Famer. I don't quite agree with that. I think his his resume is better, but I don't know if Philip Rivers is going to get in. To be honest. Yeah, um, I think Philip Rivers might end up waiting a little bit to get into the Hall of Fame.
1: He definitely won't be first ballot, but I'm I'm still like I got I got to really go through the numbers for Philip right. Rivers to see if I really feel like he's a Hall of Famer. Because if you look at the guys that you know came in with him, Ben got two rings, Eli got two rings. You know, what I'm saying that's his class. I don't know. He 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 does have. If you're talking about totality and just individual stats, he does have a nice uh, have a nice resume. But, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta have some playoff wins up in there, too.
2: Yeah. That's in the Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, Yeah. off first glance, he's not.
2: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I don't care how many yards you threw for, for real. It's like, what did you, what did those yards equate to? Yeah. And he, he never even made it to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. No,
1: he didn't make it to, I don't so, he, I mean yeah.
2: Yeah, no they did They never they never, I know, they never made it. no, he never made it. To a he got, he he got to a one AFC throw,
0: championship right, game when okay. they lost to the Patriots.
2: And I need I need you to perform in the postseason. That's why Eli for me is the no brainer You beat yeah. you beat the the you you slayed the Giants twice. You know what I'm saying? And in the 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 throws that he made on the way in route of doing so were Hall of Fame throws. Yeah. And I mean, it's, and it's not like he was a bum throughout his career. No, you No, know I mean? he, nah, he wasn't a bum. He, you know what I mean? He was, he was, a, he was an above-average quarterback. But what you did for me in two postseasons, and I'm pretty sure, unless it got unless it got broken this year, he has the most of uh, passing yards. Since we all like to talk about stats, he has the most passing yards in a single postseason. Oh, unless post. you, let me see it was
0: like 1437 or something like that that's just off the top but I, it was one of so, uh, I think it was the first Eli, like I said, I, I think Eli the, gets
1: you know, in I, I don't have him as a first
0: ballot it's still Eli um, Stafford is second yeah so and and to Troy's point too I, Rivers to me doesn't get in uh, Rivers kind of suffers from the, some of the same issues that Stafford had where he played in the era with Big Ben, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, uh, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. He was always that second tier type quarterback. And he only went to one AFC championship game. That was the year that they lost to the Patriots when the Patriots were undefeated. So yeah,
2: he I don't I don't put him in that team. in that do, class. There was some underachieving. A lot of good
0: teams. teams. I mean, he played he played with a with a Hall of Fame running back and a Hall of Fame tight end. Yep.
2: Yeah. So facts. it wasn't like
0: they were lacking talent. They they had talent. Hall of Fame linebacker. Um yeah. But um, in terms of Eli, what would be interesting for Eli is, aside from those two Super Bowl years, I think almost every other season he had a losing record. Eli finished his career as a, as a 500 quarterback in terms of wins and losses, and the last couple of years was ugly there. So I wonder if the voters would use that against him because – you know, their the memory of them last four or five years is going to be like, yo, this dude was struggling. He was throwing 20-plus interceptions. He really labored down towards the end of his career. But I do think he should get in because beating the, the undefeated Patriots alone um, it's going to be tough to keep out. Yeah. You know, I mean, an- there's another New York quarterback that's in the Hall of Fame purely based off of him beating and being an underdog in the Super Bowl, and that's Joe Namath. Joe Namath does not have an impressive resume, but because he predicted the win over the Colts, that kind of catapulted him into into a hall of fame status
2: yeah i just saw a commercial today <laughs> it's funny you bring him up it was like some med some like bogus medicare like card or something oh. like that. <laughs> but i'm like man i was just like damn this dude is still so these people still writing checks to this dude to pitch their damn products joe namon you know probably I mean? that's, that's joe crazy. man it's just funny you bring him up. But, but that's the thing. See I was just thinking that today. Just today I was thinking
1: about that. It's crazy. Joe Joe Namath was ahead of his time because he understood uh the importance of your brand. And that brand yes. is, is is what carries him amongst the all time greats because his he's like he's like his brand is so is so big that you like, wait a minute, he really don't have no no crazy Numbers like that outside of the Super Bowl ring, but everybody talks about Joe Namath. They talk about Broadway Joe, like you know. So he was he was viral before there was a viral.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. He's a just time. lucky. He, lucky um, he tried to kiss Michelle Delfoya a few years before the before I, the cancel I'd like, I'd like to kiss
0: yeah, you. I'd like to kiss you. Your man was blasted on the sideline.
2: He, he lucky that happened. Think if that happened like in the last couple years, man, it wouldn't be no more, it would be no more commercials for Joe. Nah. <laughs> That's great.
0: <laughs> it'd be it'd be canceled, yeah, Joe Namus. Uh, oh hey,
1: Joe.
0: Uh uh one 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 bit of information I want to uh, one bit of information I want to give y'all because when I was thinking about the Matthew Stafford question earlier and I was listening to something and it 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 kind of messed me up because I didn't realize that it was so few. I'm gonna let y'all take a wild guess, right? We know it's a passing league, we know it's always been a quarterback league. Do y'all know how many quarterbacks actually have been selected for the Hall of Fame?
2: I don't know. The exact I'll let
0: y'all. I'll let y'all throw out a guess.
2: Wait, it's how many is in? Or is is it like three hundred and fifty? Like how many Hall of Famers is
0: it? Yeah, it's it's somewhere. It's 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 above three hundred and fifty. It, it's not quite four hundred, but I think it's above three hundred and fifty. Oh. Okay. Uh... So I'll let y'all take a wild guess of how many quarterbacks you think have been selected.
1: You said it's over a buck fifty. Is that what you said? Is no, no. There's
0: over 350 Hall of Famers.
1: Oh, Okay. Over
0: 350 Hall of Famers have been selected. And how many were? Quarterbacks? But how many of those are actual quarterbacks?
2: I'd say probably.
1: Well, I, I got the number, so I'm not. Right. I'm. I'll let you say I'm it, say though. 20. Well, twenty. Twenty. I'm gonna guess twenty.
2: It's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay.
1: Yeah
0: which is a crazy number when you really think about it.
2: But you
1: know yeah. what? We're going to see we're going to start seeing a lot more quarterbacks going in now than we've ever seen before because you, you got to think you, we about to see Tom Brady, we about to see Eli Manning, um you know, we about to see Drew Brees in the Hall of Fame. You know, so we're gonna start seeing more, and then we got a lot of these these younger quarterbacks. So I think, yeah, but that's that's, but that's expected. That's ex-
0: that the the reason the numbers blew my mind, and I'm gonna give you the breakdown, the breakdown that the way I heard it that made me think like, wow, that that is true. So if if you look at the quarterbacks, 27 of them, it's almost like five from every decade go in. Yeah. So Manning, Brady, Breeze, right? Big Ben, mm-hmm. and then maybe Aaron Rodgers is part of that class, or Eli. Let's say we put Eli. Yeah, That's the next five that's going to go in. After, yeah. that, the, after that, the next five is probably going to be some range of Rodgers, Mahomes, and then whatever other young guys could develop. Yeah. So it really still isn't a lot of quarterbacks. When you really think about it, it's really only like five quarterbacks out of a 10-year period really is what makes it into the, into the Hall of Fame. That's true. So,
2: that's, so that just shows...
0: There ain't no way Matthew Stafford should be in there. Well, he might sneak in with that Aaron Rodgers class.
1: That, that might be the class. Cause that might be, a, yeah. that might, might yeah. be a light class. So he, he, you know, he gets in there.
0: Yeah, we got it. That's another part of it too, but we'll, We'll save that conversation for another episode, man. Before we wrap up, it is All-Star Weekend, though I know we really don't care about none of these festivities because they they kind of overdone at this point. <laughs> um, I wanted to get your opinions on the second half of the season. I wanted one bold prediction from each one of you guys. doesn't matter what it is. It's a bold prediction. We're going to save the, the the audio and visual because if you're right, we're going to play it back. So, Trip, I'm going to start with you. One bold prediction for the second half of this NBA season.
1: Um, I don't know if it's a bold prediction But I, but I guess it is a bold prediction But I'm going to predict the Lakers in the finals
2: <laughs> That's perfect for me <laughs> Take
0: my man's cup away man What the fuck
1: You said a bold prediction right
0: This fucking, This fucking guy true.
1: We didn't say bold You said a bold prediction I mean, I bold. That's my bold prediction
0: Oh my God! Listen, listen, listen! Don't let don't let uh, Braun having a good time at the Super Bowl distract you from what's really going on <laughs> over at Staples Center. All
2: right?
0: Will Will, I need one from you, man. Will, let me get a bold you prediction.
2: See, I'm gonna start off with the same way Trip said it. I don't know if this is even bold, but the Lakers will get bounced out of the playing tournament. Is that even bold with the way they've been playing? Is that bold? That's I
1: got. I don't even know if that's bold. Yeah. I was, was I was actually
2: in the finals. <laughs> that's why I was like Yeah, I got I got them getting bounced out still playing.
0: <clears throat> I was I was kinda leaning that direction too, but since both of y'all said that I'm I'ma go to the East Coast then. Let me think of <laughs> one real quick. I
2: uh, had an east one, but you already know what that was. What's that? The wizard's uh now that's a bold actually make it to the playoffs. Oh, we we'll the I mean, playoffs that's not actually that. Okay. I mean they I think like I think that, yeah, they yeah, were in the play tournament it last it. year. I think they mean like into the real playoffs. Not, I mean, when they probably no, I'm, be a play. I'm just saying then, you're not that and and far then away then from making it to the playoffs. If
1: you can get to the playing tournament, you're not that far off. So it's you know what I mean? So it's not it's not really that bold. Cause they were they were right at the you know at the at the goal line, you know what I'm saying but last year.
2: Cusp, yeah. year. I was well, going, I was gonna go,
1: okay. I was gonna go Lakers as well.
0: I was gonna say the Lakers are gonna end up missing the playoffs, and, and Frank Vogel obviously gonna lose his job. But y'all both already spoke about the Lakers, so I'm gonna take it to the East Coast. I'm gonna say the Brooklyn Nets will not make the finals, and this might be the end of the Kyrie KD experiment. That's why I'm going with it for the second half of the season. So any final thoughts, fellas, before we wrap up? Nah,
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I think we got to we got
2: to it all. I'm good. Let me see. Is there anything else we shout out
0: Yeah, yeah man.
2: Shout out to everybody that didn't make the top ten list. That was really uh, on on the edge, like the the uh the Brian Dawkinses and the Troy Palomalo's and the you know those guys that
1: I that I had. Jason Seahorn in them, right? <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't gonna put Trey Palomalo on my list, so you can forget that. He wasn't making uh, my Mr. Ray list. Oh my but... Like <laughs> <laughs> Guys like Trip, that. Trip try to
2: put
0: Trip try to put Trip try to put Peter Bowware on there. <laughs> he was on his honorable mentions. <laughs> hey man, if you don't get
2: Pepper Johnson on <laughs> <Nah>. that list, <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> He trying
0: he tried to bring out the stats for Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> he did have so, two 100 tackle seasons.
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? Yo. I, Carl Banks though. Uh Carl Banks got a nice a nice clothing line. You see his athletic, his his he makes team uh athletic mm-hmm. wear for men and for women. I this, think with this um pretty nice stuff.
0: I think he's partnering with uh with um is it starter brand that he's partnering with?
2: Um, his, it was his brand. I got a couple pieces. It's like, it's called G, G something. I don't know. It might oh, be okay. something. I actually,
0: I actually, um, I got to meet his daughter cause she, she used to work with Tiki Barber with this organization he had and, uh, she was super cool. She had plugged me in. I got to meet LT through them as well, man. LT's a, a funny dude, bro. Funny, funny dude. He,
2: he changed the, he changed the course of the Washington Redskins franchise. He broke Joe Thasman's leg, man.
1: Joe,
0: Joe Thasman's leg. I'll yep. never
2: forget that. Like he, I mean, really, he he really did change the course of because if he if he kept playing, I don't know how many Super Bowls uh, Joe Gibbs would have got in the '80s. I mean, he went to four.
0: But the, the Giants. Have you guys seen the um, the uh, Joe uh, Joe Montana cool under pressure?
2: I haven't seen it yet. Uh-uh. Check it out. It though, it's really good. That's, that's you know that's that's my goal quarterback. I don't care what Brady do. Brady can it's... Brady can win. Brady can retire, be leave leave for two years, come back, win three straight more Super Bowls, and I will still be like. But, but Joe had that one game against uh, when he was playing for Kansas City against the Forty Nine ers on Monday Night Football. <laughs> you know, just all like I can say, it's like one little. Joe always gonna be my guy, you know. You know, when you, it's something. It's something about when you're a kid, you know, who you had the posters on the wall and all that. Yeah, that that never that never really leaves, you know. Facts, facts.
0: If Joe, if Joe would have dropped this documentary a couple years ago, it would have had the impact of the Last Dance. Damn, there was really? stuff on there. Yeah, when you watch it, trust me, bro. Because there's stuff on there that looking back on it, we forget. Like Joe Montana, pretty much won four Super Bowls in 11 years because the injuries kept kind of derailing him and setting him back. You know, the, the there's a clip. And the reason I mentioned Joe Montana with the Giants is because the Giants really cost them the first time they, they beat them in the playoffs when the Niners was the two-time champs and the Niners was going to get their third ring and, and the Giants came in and beat them at, at, at uh, the Meadowlands. And in the second time, obviously the Roger Craig fumble when the Niners was going threepeat. You know what I'm saying? Roger Craig fumbles, the Giants win, and then the Giants end up beating Buffalo in, in in
1: 1990.
0: Yeah, the 49ers would have been the only team to win the threepeat. But Joe Joe, realistically, like looking back at it, like they were one play away from probably winning like six Super Bowls in 11 years, bro. It's crazy the type of run they was on and how dominant they were. From when they won their first Super Bowl in '81 up until winning their last Super Bowl in 1990, they they could have put some crazy numbers on the board. And he said himself, he was like, "If I if if they would never got rid of me, they probably would have won two more."
2: Yeah. What platform is that on? Showtime.
0: It's on Peacock. Peacock. Okay, that's what
2: I, I can't
0: find. Yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 super dope. I, like I said, I I think it could have had the impact of the Last Dance because when we we. Obviously, no, Joe was a great winner, but looking back on some of them games that it's like, bro, one play here, there, yeah. the 49ers is back in the Super Bowl again.
2: Oh, damn. This is you know, long. Six episodes?
0: It's like seven episodes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay.
0: It's super dope. But if y'all haven't already, I'm telling you, check you it out, man. Y'all going to like it. It's, it's dope. It's some great history in there. And uh, the rivalry with with Dallas, the rivalry with the Giants, because... Like I said, the Giants really stopped them from winning two more Super Bowls. If, yeah. if they can get past the Giants them two times, and this one the Giants were still young, you know, this this one peak LT, uh-huh. the Giants were still young. If they if they beat the Giants, they probably end up winning six Super Bowls in 11 years. Was
2: that the Phil Sims Giants?
0: Yeah. Uh the first time was the Phil Sims Giants. The second one is it's probably to me, it's still yeah, disgusting. It was it was Jeff yeah, Hosteller. They had no business losing. Yeah, they had no business losing to Jeff Hostetler. And and the Giants didn't even score a touchdown in that game. It was all field goals. Roger Craig, if he don't fumble the ball, 49ers is trying to run out the clock. If Roger Craig don't fumble the football, the 49ers go on and they play Buffalo. They would have beat Buffalo. Yeah. I think the 49ers that year was like 14 and 2. They was the best, they had the best record in football. Well,
1: Giants yeah, is known for stopping the it's, it's super dope streak, watch, man. So you know, we're known for that. You know, we That, that doing, is that is true.
0: Chance. It's crazy, it's crazy to think. But the Giants, Giants four Super Bowls, Giants beat. John Elway, Jim Kelly, and beat Tom Brady twice. But meanwhile, y'all can't beat Trent Delpho. Go (laughs) figure.
1: It happens. Let me say this one. Let me give this this final throw right here. Anyway. We we, we, we can end it on this one if you want, Eric. When we do the top 10, I just want y'all to know, the top 10 kickers of all time, you know who's number one on the list, right? And he plays for the Baltimore Ravens, Justin Tucker, just so y'all know. Now we can get up out of (laughs) here.
2: He
0: just –
1: of all time.
0: What?
2: His final thought was the best kid nah, of tri- all time.
0: <laughs> First of all, we never doing that
1: list. We never doing that list. It's going gonna gonna to it's gonna be Justin list. Tucker, Adam Vinatieri, yeah. Sebastian uh, Janikowski, okay? And whoever else y'all want to add on the list after that. You're going to have Matt Barr, you're going to have Matt Barr.
2: Uh, what's it? What's my we man name? What's, hey, what's the hey, what's the twins? Have,
1: uh, Bill and Mario Gramatica, but Washington they go in as one. Was
2: MVP. Who's Washington MVP? Washington had a kicker with MVP. Yes, they did. What's his name? Uh, because when Moseley. I was looking,
1: yeah, when I was looking at the, I was looking at the list. Uh, when I was going through, I seen that they did. There was a kicker up there that got the MVP, which is crazy. That's unheard of. Mark Mosley. That's crazy.
2: MVP. <laughs> That is wild. Yeah, yeah take that. Yeah, justice, all of, all them votes need to be revoked. <laughs> exactly.
1: Whoever yeah. voted for a kicker to get MVP. Hey, is crazy. fellas,
0: I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> you already, bro. Yeah. I appreciate y'all, man. We're gonna do it again next week. From my main man, Trip Young, Will Gordon. I am Eric Sanchez. We out of here, man. Yes, hey. sir. Yo, this is Teresa Weatherspoon, better known as Teaspoon, and you're watching Real Fans, Real Talk.
1: Huh? This is real fans, real talk, talk, Real fans, real talk, we as real M3. as you thought